quickie before we leave for the weekend. So. Uh. I, I wanted to get that in perfectly with nobody interrupting. <laughs> Sat on that for five minutes. Uh, he's so excited. He's just he, he, watching he's that. A, he, once he said it, you kind of saw the the little grin get started. He's just waiting. He's like getting annoyed they, that someone yeah. won't shut up. Did they notice? Did they notice I said it? God. <laughs> Welcome to episode th- carry the seven thirty four for the disaster dads. Uh, sitting back, I can believe that we're actually still in the thirties. Uh, this is the only thing of me that is almost still in the thirties, so I'll take it while I can. Hey, oh, no one, no one. I'm looking no across. One. No one said anything. Man, I'm even- sorry. I was. Everyone, ah, Jesus, Joe, start paying attention. You're not doing anything. I, I was sending a text message. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> can we do that again? It's just you, you get Joe on the panel and he just makes everyone act like him. He yeah, he never pays attention. <laughs> it's it's very confusing, but uh, look I at would, him in his blank stare. <laughs> I would like to welcome you all to this episode of the Disaster Dads. Again, you know how to connect with us at disasterdads.com, on the Twitters at Disaster Dads, on the Facebook at Disaster Dad. Uh, we actually do get quite a few hits on there, so I appreciate everyone coming to visit and check us out. Um, we uh, have a full complement of dads minus uh, Robin. We're taping on a different night, and so he actually had to work. And uh, some of us have schedules that we don't have to work in the middle of the night, so that works well for us. So he's at a he's at a Houston Rockets game. He's not working <laughs> for him. That is work. I mean, he gets very stressed <laughs> Maybe out is, about yeah. all of that. He gets very stressed out <laughs> about that. Um, but so yeah, we're taping on an off night because because uh, some of us, me. Um, are doing a little bit of holiday travel and not able to do it. So uh, the uh, typical uh, Disaster Dad host preparation and planning for episodes, I thought, hey, it might be an interesting thing to talk about. We've sort of talked about it in some other episodes, but the the holiday travel with the family, what do you do? What are your limits? When do you just say, uh, no, you have to come visit me? Um, you know, those kind of things. And so uh, I will start first since I started this topic, and I know – we have so between the four of us, uh, half of us are traveling, the other half aren't. So, different opinions on, you know, if you choose one holiday or whatnot. So, kind of get into that because I think, uh, you know, we've we've diverged a little bit from the you know emergency preparedness of, of family life or whatever to talk about sanity of fatherhood and how that is actually a vital part of. Um, so let's face it: lack of sanity can lead to an emergency. <laughs> Yes. Poor, poor planning on your part is not an emergency on my part. <laughs> uh, I need. Uh, there's a, there's a good joke rolling in there somewhere. I'll think of it later. Um, but yeah. So so I thought it would be interesting. Um, you know, Joe uh, wanted to talk a little bit more about his his uh, situation a little more in depth. So we'll let him go last. Um, he may chime in a little bit later, but I don't know. Um, Yes, I, I know you're there, Joe. You're listening. He, he's on Wikipedia uh, researching the Eisenhower interstate system before he leaves. <laughs> no, he's he's on Wikipedia editing <laughs> Eisenhower interstate system. You know, it, there had to be a five-mile straight stretch so you could land a hovercraft. That's Wait a minute. How, Marty does every, said that. 
how does every interstate go through Ohio? That can't be right. No, that one's actually probably true. <laughs> no, it's not. It's the only <laughs> commerce that Ohio has. Um, <laughs> sorry for all of our Ohioan plant uh, listeners, but um, your re- your rest stops are beautiful. I've stopped <laughs> at a couple. You know, I never understood. I you know the. Uh, how some states' rest stops are so different. I mean, like Virginia has pretty nice rest stops and welcome areas. And now that they're open, when I first moved here, they weren't open for a while. But like some of them are literally just a porta potty and a wire fence, and that's considered a rest area. And then others are a full travel center with you know a vending machine. I just why can't you standardize a rest stop? Because there's full travel centers with the restaurants and the nice bathrooms and like showers for people. Yeah. Like they're in, they're in the middle of nowhere. Uh, yeah. Well, the, yes. The the rest stops we see in our part of Virginia are next to settled territory. Uh, well, no, that's true. And I'm not <laughs> saying the one that have the restaurants, but I'm just as a as a child with a small bladder, I used to find every rest stop and gas station on the trips between our house and grandma's house. Um, and then as I got older, I actually found like twenty dollars at a rest stop once, and I didn't have to pee every time, but I made sure my mom thought I did, so I could look for more cash in the uh, in the snow or on the sidewalk. That was like my teen years; I was just looking for cash at rest stops. It's not exactly a shining moment oh, in my life. Okay, stop. Let's, let's keep. <laughs> just keep going. Yeah, uh, it's gonna get weird really fast. Uh-oh. Uh And it looks like Joe and Dan have been talking to each other. I can see the stare. It's pretty much the same. <laughs> Um, Dan, I think though has Xbox going, so he's really not paying attention. <laughs> yep, Xbox. Yeah, we'll call it that. <laughs> so, so you know, uh, I'm taking the brood. The whole disaster. Eric family is going uh, back to the motherland of Montana, um, and so, you know, a I haven't. Last time we flew, I think we did Southwest, so that's easier. You get the two bags free. Like There's a little bit less stress with that, and you can pack extra for whatever you need. Also, it wasn't the dead of winter. The airline we're traveling this time has now changed their levels of service. I didn't know there was such a thing as basic, basic economy. Like <laughs> All these levels now where you have to pay extra to be able to take a carry-on, much less like you know have it as a checked luggage. So what are you been, doing, flying Ryanair? Drop the name. We're just not like we're not like we're going to lose a sponsor. Yeah, no, it's it's the Ryanair of the United States, United. Um, <laughs> and so, so I I didn't realize as we were trying to get this all set up, I I just m- missed the fact that they changed their levels of service. And so there's like basic basic economy. I, that's not the real name, but it's it's. Um, you how do you get... cha- how does how do they change their level of service? How do you go? Let me tell you. I just flew United over the weekend to Colorado, and their basic. Uh, I didn't have to pay for any bags, any carry-ons, so I don't know what that is. But my knees were basically in my throat the entire way because the seats were so close together in the back of the plane. And um, uh, seats. The uh, Wi-Fi and entertainment system never worked on both on both inbound and outbound flights to dc yeah i mean that's some of that kind of stuff is interesting the seat pitch is all changing but no there's when you go to buy the tickets you can choose if you want united economy or united economy basic and the basic is just you're allowed essentially like your laptop bag that's what you have and so you're in zone like seven or eight so they know what you are and if you have a second bag they take it from you and gate check it and charge you fifty dollars so you can't do it, but then to check a bag, it's like right. so you don't get you don't get one personal item and one big. 
ish area. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't get a like, large item. Before you would get like your carry on and your backpack, you could bring in. Are you saying you can't do that anymore? Yeah, you can just get your backpack. So, so what is in the overhead compartment? Everybody else's. The everybody else paid stuff. a little bit more to not be United Basic Bitch, and you then can put stuff in the overhead. So they're trying to do it to conserve space. So I oh. didn't even realize that this was an option. So, you know, here I, I'm trying to make sure, like, looking and pricing it out because traveling with the kid, you've got at our age we have a porter crib so that doesn't check for free like your car seat checks for free but not the crib so that's automatically one check-in so you have to pay for that um and then you've got a we have for montana you've got a whole bag just full of snow shit so everyone's snow boots you know all that's that's a small packable bag of course so that's another bag that you may have to pay extra because it's oversized you're just using that word over and over again to try and draw me out aren't you <laughs> yes, he is. He's totally baiting you. He is chumming the water. And so, uh, do you have a uh, car seat bag? I do. I have two car seat bags. So use the use the extra room in the car seat bag to pack as much shit in as yeah, you can. That's where all the diapers and all those kind of things go. Do you have one of those? Do you have one of those big bags? I have one that you you put your golf clubs in to travel. It, it's mm-hmm. like it's like a four foot long duffel bag. No. I'd use that to travel, and it's like I could pack, I could move in that. You could bag. pack a I could pack, I could pack myself in that bag. Right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah, have for my golf you, clubs. I just had a top. The boy. You could pack the boy in that thing, and most of what he'd need Are for a week. Kid? I could yeah. pack both kids in that bag and and be just food fine. and other. Yeah. Well, you know what? Items. You know what we found, which was pretty pretty useful to do, is um, when we before we refused to travel anymore for Thanksgiving, um, was we bought two, um, not like ridiculously cheap, but lower level car seats for the kids that would work. That were the kind that you could sort of scale up. So they started as rear facing and then you could flip them around and blah, 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 blah. blah. Combination. Um, we just bought them for my parents, Mm. the people that we would travel to out of the state. And, they just kept them in the garage, and they would install them when they had to come and get us to the airport. Uh, and well, yeah. saves huge hassles. No, that's – I mean, I could see that. We, um, being the, the safety nerd I am, you know, we've got the little one. We bought a seat for her and, and put in a car Are you seat. implying that I'm not being safe with my no. children? No, no, you – under two, you're following you're following the laws that are out there. I'm not saying that that's actually a good thing, and you know FAA should get on it and listen to uh, certain safety organizations out there and and understand that you know car seats are the best things for anyone to travel in. But um, but you know so we're you know we'll have that for for the little one, which is good because it'll kind of strap her down because she's so fidgety at this point. I can't imagine trying to hold her for a cross country flight. Um, so one will go under and then the other goes, so you had to buy two tickets. Yeah. One for each kid. kid. Yeah. That's where we drew the line. We're not doing any travel for a holiday that involves two plane tickets. No, thank you. Yeah, no, it's, um, it, it was painful because they're all like, oh, call us for, you know, possible reduced fare for those under two for, no, all the times that I've done this and I've called, there's no such thing as a reduced fare for anyone under the age of two. If you're trying to be safe for your family and buy a seat and put your kid in a car seat, no, nothing. Jackasses. They always put it, though. It's all it's in all of their materials. Then on top of that, 
um, again, being the nerd that I am, I have the FAA rules and then I also have United's rules on, on my phone as PDF because the flight attendants are like, oh, you can't put this on here. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Uh, this says it's flight proved and yes, it can. I'm just Because your pitch is made for a 12-year-old girl's ass and not made for my car seat, I can't tell you you know, what's that, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's totally legal to get on there. So, you know, that's one thing. If you do fly with, with your families and, uh, you should probably just know that you can put a car seat, as long as it says it's FAA approved, you can put a car seat on a plane and yeah. you shouldn't listen to anyone when they say you can't. But anyway, yeah. so yeah, so we pay extra to do that. But I'm with you. Like it was, I, I would try to draw the line, but we, it's, I don't know. All right. So I go just, home. just just to sum up, just to sum up, um, Eric doesn't think that we're safe with our children, but <laughs> he, uh, but he's okay with it. Um, Joe, you usually drive to uh, your family for Thanksgiving. Did you want to add anything? No. All right. Good tip. Good tips there from Joe. Uh, moving on. Anything else we wanted to talk about? No, so and I think Rob, you and the Disaster Rob family drive up to family, right? And yeah, so do you pack off, the car ahead of time, or you, you pack you the day sound, off? First off, you sound like the most fun and the worst person to fly with. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, totally. Like, I, I would I never. I yeah, totally. I want to fly with you. Right. Up until you're getting kicked off the plane, then I exactly. don't know you. No, I, I don't want to travel with you, but I want to be on the same flight as you. <laughs> yeah, to be able to there, you go. there you go. Miss, uh, miss disaster. We'll be, we'll be talking with you right up until the police come on. Then we'll just take out our phones and say, yeah, yeah we, we don't know. I'm not with him. Miss don't disaster me. Eric is not exactly the biggest fan of traveling. I'm actually switching to the guy me. behind me. So. Uh... Yeah, no, she, my wife does not. Because uh, we're both very different travel. I get a little ner- I'm like not a nervous traveler, but I like to get there with a little time to spare. She loves to just walk straight on, whether it's her or it's with the two kids and all the stuff. She would just like to be able to kind of stroll right on. That stresses no. me out. So I, then I get stressed out. And I just want to get to the gate and just sit there and, you know, on our. I, I we all know from the fire service that. The hurry up and wait is just a, a mentality that you, you got to go with and. Getting to the airport, that's a hurry up and wait situation. Yeah. I'm... I I was late to a flight. This is pre-9-11 single. It was me traveling, one bag, what have you. I was racing through Baltimore Airport and, no joke, ran, sprinted through what little security there was, sprinted past the courtesy golf cart, and basically ran onto the plane. It was like the stu- the the gate attendants were like waving me in from yeah. the concourse like hurry up let's go and close the door behind me so that those days are done i i am fine with the hurry up and wait attitudes yeah I, no, I, i'm but, with eric i like to get there with some time to spare and yeah uh, security is gonna be no um, so i get we're we're I'm, i was in uh grand junction colorado over the weekend which is middle of nowhere western slope colorado uh it's an hour flight to denver I board, we get on, on it's 925 flight, we get on, we, te- we pull away from the gate, captain stops the plane and says, Denver flight traffic control has halted all inbound flights, so we have <laughs> to sit here for at least a half hour. I had a 37-minute connection. Anyone who knows Denver knows how big that damn place is. And little run. planes come in at the far end of the terminal, and the plane you 
need to go to is always in the middle to the other end of the terminal. So we made up the time in the air. Thank God I get off the plane and I'm running with like three other passengers to catch our connecting flights. And as I'm running down the terminal, I hear them call my name. Um, we're waiting for you at gate 33. We're going to close the door. Literally last one on the, on the plane. Oh, nice. So I, I feel you. Mm. I was on my pants and my belt one time and my shoes. I ran to the <coughs> gate or ran to my gate without any shoes on because the line was so long. But that's the thing. Strong. Like you do, Stuff you can control some of it, but then like the line, you can't control what the, the TSA yeah. line looks like. But running with one person. Take your iPad out. Yeah. Running with one person is hard enough when you have to take a kid and all the crap that comes with a kid and you have to run to make a connection flight. That's yeah. that's torture. Yeah. So back to the gear part, though. So we're a bunch of bags that will go checked. Then we'll have, you know, the little one wants her bag to roll on because she wants to have her own bag. Okay, it's full of toys and some other stuff. The the youngest has to have a bag full of her supplies. We've got uh, – we don't use a stroller. We're a backpack family, so I've got the, the backpack to carry her and, you know, go around. So we've got – How heavy is the young one now? Uh, 20-something. So you put – Still little pack her? Yeah. So you put oh. the little one in the backpack, but she wants her own bag to roll up. No, no, so, no. The the four and a half year old wants her own bag. Okay. The the one the one and a half, she doesn't know what a bag is yet. I'm I'm just envisioning you with a kid on your back and a door the Explorer bag, wheeling through. Oh, I'm pretty much airport. Pretty much guaranteed to do that. So, because the the pack can handle a kid up to 47, so the oldest isn't there yet. So I could still carry her in that wow. pack. Um, she still gets in it occasionally. Uh, I sweat a lot more when that happens because, I mean, I sweat. I'm just sweating standing here doing this episode right now. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I sweat when I get cold and it drives my <laughs> wife crazy. It's like, how okay. am I watching? All right, uh, that's this, enough. That's okay. Stop right there. Right. Whatsoever. No, I'm with you. Listening. I, the same For thing. those listening, we yeah, have right. dropped two previews. So in a future episode we're going to talk about airport shenanigans stories that we've gone through god knows we have a lot of them and uh this the sweat episode is coming sweats. soon so the cold sweat episode is coming so the, the hot god, the bodily one. the bodily function episode with this group of yo-yos oh, would be record-breaking i told you oh, i had to talk wait, to my you know, you know what that episode i will bring my son on for that episode yeah That's good because he will be happy. I think to I'll bring mine on too. That, there you go. Bring your oldest kid on. I, t- I think I told you when I went and got my physical. It's, I had it's to talk bring to my... your kid to podcast day. <laughs> when I did the physical, I had to talk to my my doctor about my flatulence. That was a fun conversation. Yeah, let's get back to traveling. And <laughs> for God's sakes, that and you in a plane. Good God. Yeah. Yeah. And flatulence so, on a plane. Let's move from flying to driving because yeah. I'm going from the Washington metropolitan area to the New York metropolitan area on the uber efficient 95 corridor. Oh, yeah. Oh. What day oh, are you doing it? What day? We're leaving at about, for those listening, we're leaving at about between 5 and 6 a.m. Eastern time, so get the hell off 95. <laughs> what please. day? But what day? Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Oh. Oh, oh horrible. That's no. almost worse than flying to Montana. No, I don't know. Wednesday morning, early hours Wednesday morning, you're good. Yeah. Because the kids get yeah. to see the sunrise. That always yeah. builds character. Now, if we were to wait for the early dismissal 
grab the oldest kid out of school and bolt at one, forget it. There is no bolting because yeah. you're getting yeah. on. Talk about hurry up and wait. Yeah. You're not even hurrying up. You're just waiting everywhere. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, we're heading Honestly, up to, uh, one of the best one of the best hacks that we had for a bunch of years, like probably six or seven years, my family actually did um, Thanksgiving when we were still traveling up to Boston – we would do Thanksgiving on Saturday instead of on Thursday because um, a couple of my cousins had – they were on like high school teams, like either dance team or something else that would have to perform at halftime of the football game and blah, blah, blah. And my sister worked for a TV show that was live in New York on Thanksgiving. No. Oh. So um, – Is it a parade? Yeah. She was <laughs> – she worked for the Today Show. So she she would work for the um, she would produce one of the producers for the parade. So she would work that and then come up. So we would actually fly to Boston on Thanksgiving morning. Yeah. And flying on Thanksgiving morning is cash. It is way better than Wednesday. Anything you can do to avoid Wednesday before Thanksgiving at the airport, do it. That's how we're oh, going yeah. back. On Thanksgiving Day? Yeah. Wait, what? What? Yeah. So, because we're doing uh, half our tickets are awards, so we couldn't get, so we're, the awards was only work on Thanksgiving Day. So we're going out. So you're flying out what day? Uh, Saturday. And you, you're you going to, so are you no, going to do Thanksgiving on Wednesday with your family? Yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay. It might be Tuesday so that I have time for my belly to recover. Yeah. Hang on, when are you going to – when is your flight up? Uh, Saturday. Saturday. Over Dark 100. And you're coming of, back on BWI. Thursday. We're and going. you're coming back on Thursday. Yeah. Okay. So it's like flying on, flying on Thanksgiving and Christmas are like really great days to fly on. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of people. But but so no so you're doing the drive you got all the gear you're gonna load up and do that but you have you have supplies at family you've stashed some supplies like Dan has oh yeah well and plus I mean so all right the the supplies um, yeah my my parents and my in laws both stash stuff there they they kind of prep for us which is awesome I love it um, so we don't have to pack as much plus with the kids being three and five I mean there's not we're not, not packing do, yeah. Yeah, we're not we're not packing porta cribs and and packing plays and stuff like that. It's it, it, it's less cumbersome, I guess, um, which is good. And you know, the, the car entertainment is the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, we got to figure out a way to do the uh, plug in the DVDs in the new in the newer car, um, but we should be able to work that out. And actually, we're gonna have some. My uh, sister in law is coming in this weekend. She's gonna hang out with us oh, cool. down here in Virginia, and then she's gonna drive up with us. Wednesday morning, so we're gonna have a, a full car, so we can't pack that much because we're not gonna have that much room. Yeah. Oh wow! Um, but but that'll be it'll be fun either way. Hey uh, hey Rob, just to jump in real quick, uh, Joe, your sister spends a lot of time traveling between DC and Ohio, right? Do you want to uh, offer any other thoughts on on using family members to travel with kids? No. All right, still, good edit, still, thanks, still editing uh, Wikipedia. Okay, thanks, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's still, he's um, still checking that Wikipedia article to see what 95 looks like. Right. <laughs> so now with with 95, if you go back over the summer and listen to the Grand Bob episode, we talked about my dad 
being a truck driver for close to 30 years, um, he pretty much knows every road between here and New York City. Um, the, the most beautiful hack I have is being able to call him at various times. And now, granted, he's already shown me a lot of the shortcuts to get either to, to one, save money. So if I don't have to pay a toll, he has yep. taught me that one. Um, and then any other way around 95 or the turnpike or just where traffic is going to happen. Um, we already have one thing around Wilmington. We take a different route. I'm not telling anybody about it because I want to be the only one. Um, we've, we've got a whole sure different system for dodging the turnpike. Um, but the Jersey Turnpike is a beautiful road, very efficient. So I would highly recommend taking that and getting off my road. <laughs> but there's been multiple times where I would drive anywhere between home and New York, even up to Connecticut, where you see the signs of, you know, traffic ahead one multiple lanes closed i'll call him again on speakerphone i'm like i'm trying to get from here to here i'm at this exit and he will tell me oh yeah uh get up the next exit take uh new jersey route 546 take that to 610 get back on 219 and uh you just dodge three exits so like game on <laughs> i need to call him on sometimes <laughs> and yeah the beautiful like he doesn't even have to look at a map he just i don't even know if he puts the crossword puzzle down he just rattles it off to you <laughs> Actually, when so, you find that crossword puzzle, he's just the boxes are just kind of lines now as he's kind of mapping it out in his head. It's all it's, it's off in the margin of the newspaper where he's yeah. he's putting the numbers down. But so you do the driving. So and then uh, Dan and Frank, you guys don't do the travel for the Thanksgiving mainly because it's it's sort of a numbers game on uh, all the extra tickets, those kind of things, which is ridiculous. But do you do another holiday or do you kind of say, hey, if you want? want us for for some of these big holidays you come to us because it's just until the kids are old enough to you know well we, we usually way. trade off we usually trade off thanksgiving um one year we'll do it here another year we'll do it in pennsylvania um kind of go back and forth i think we've done it here for the last two or three years though um at christmas we're we're always here um my wife is like i want my kids to be home for christmas morning so we stay here and then usually the day after christmas we go somewhere and spend the week between holidays um, on the road. Somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's our deal with, with traveling this year. We, we hosted Thanksgiving like the last couple of years, and especially with Katie being born, her birthday is in December. Like, yeah. yeah, that Christmas, we weren't going anywhere. And I think the Christmas after that, we stayed, we had family in. So it's definitely a trade-off. And it, it, it worked itself out that they were little, they were infants. You, you come to us, and now they're more... <laughs> They're easier to travel with, so yep. you know we're gonna we're gonna trade it out. The more um, and really, I mean, I'm, I'm spoiled because going to either my parents' house or my in-laws, um, Thanksgiving is always just bananas. Like that's the ho- that was the perfect. That was almost that's one of the ways that we all stayed together. Is like Thanksgiving was the common denominator of like that's the holiday, and it is just my mom goes crazy, my mother-in-law goes crazy about it it's just it is bananas fun so there's there's always some point where either my father or my father-in-law comes in it's like all right so uh we need to run some errands um need to get some beer and some pies so whenever you're ready to go and there's always a stop at a bar involved in there so (laughs) that's a that's a good pie it's it's a tough day of errands. I, I just want to hang out with the with with Rob and his family on Thanksgiving. 
That's really all I want to do. Yeah. It could be a good so, time. Either, either side. Either side is a good time. Was it something, yeah. like, we've sort of had some of these conversations. Did it happen organically for you guys to decide, and for, for any one of the panel, or did it just kind of you looked at it and just was like, no, we're not going to do this? Or, like, one year was kind of like the one you're like, I'm done. I'm not doing this again. We Pre-kids, we traveled for Thanksgiving, and we also traveled for Christmas. Um, visit my family in California, visit her family in Massachusetts. We went back and forth. Uh, once we had kids was really... Um, adamant about having Christmas at home um, and Thanksgiving depending on the year like I said sometimes we'll travel to Pennsylvania other times we'll just stay here before yeah, was definitely- we had two kids I had every Thanksgiving at my parents house yeah um, and but we had always said once we had two kids, it was just logistically we were just not interested in in fly doing that flight. And with one kid, we did we drove one year, we flew the other. Um, one, her first the first year she was around, she was born in September. My first, I think we traveled up for Thanksgiving and Christmas, so you know like four weeks apart um, up to Boston, and then um, we've kind of. Fi- like reach this weird equilibrium where we always do Thanksgiving with my family at my house because like my parents moved out of there, the house that I grew up in. So they're a little bit farther away from some of the other new England family. So, and, and the kids in that family have grown up now too. So there was less of a like nucleus up there. And then my sister moved down to DC as well. So we're both here. So it's just easier for my parents to come down here for Thanksgiving. There's, there's also something to be said about hosting a Thanksgiving at your own house. I love it. You know, oh, doing yeah. all the stuff and you know, you're in charge of the turkey and Yep. And same for Christmas, you know, it's 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 your show. Yeah. Um, and so, and so so we just sort of settled into a thing where frankly my parents were ready to be done hosting Thanksgiving. They had hosted Thanksgiving for you know, years. thirty some thirty some years, um, and so they were very happy to have that move our way. And then um, the passing uh, of the turkey leg, if you might say, exactly. And yeah. then for Christmas, um, my parents don't like to travel back to back for holidays, so they usually stay up north in Boston. And my sister usually either goes up to see them or goes to see her boyfriend's family for Christmas. So we do, which works out really well because then we can do Christmas. We always know we're going to be available to do Christmas with my wife's family. Yeah. Who, and her parents usually travel on Thanksgiving. So like it all just like lined up really well that way um, where we don't have to worry about like every other year doing this or like keeping a scorecard. It's just like people know like, all right, we're going to be with, with my side on thanksgiving and we'll be with the other side on uh, on christmas hi hillary i thought yeah yeah i, think I thought i heard the uh, door open but no one came down uh, so then i'm wondering it if it's one of the small ones like what's going right. on what are you doing daddy it's late uh, it, de- no it definitely one... is tricky when you have siblings involved like dan you're lucky that you and your sister are in the same spot so like Yes. Yeah. You know, either both of you go, or your parents come to you. 
Right. Um, you know, my brother's still in Philadelphia and my sister-in-law is out in Chicago. And so the whole, I'm talking like I'm the one coordinating. My wife does all the coordinating. So <laughs> oh, thank, but just, I'm glad you said that. Cause I was going to put that plug in there too. Like, but just, I, I put my clothes on the floor just recently so that she could go through to see if I have the right kind of setup for whatever. All right. And well, then more I, space is available. Okay. <laughs> I can pack my own clothes, but as far as the logistics of <laughs> well, who's going to what special. family, you know, my wife was definitely talking to her sister as to what she was doing this year for Thanksgiving and, you know, what family was she visiting, which, and my sister-in-law is newly married. So there's that side of the family to, to work into the mix. Um, so yeah, having your sibling in the same town is definitely a, a pivotal thing as opposed to, Not. you know, our families are, are working with three different major cities going on between yeah. Washington, Philly, and Chicago as to who's flying where and doing what. So. Yeah. And Joe, how do you uh, how do you divide up stuff for your family with uh, between Thanksgiving and Christmas? <laughs> hey, All right, good talk. Good. Thanks, Joe. Uh, moving on. It, it, it sounded like he said everybody goes to Ohio. And, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I kind of ex- I was kind of. All roads lead to O H I O. I know that he's working on getting a hyperloop just for his family to go do that travel. Yeah, right. He's one of the few that's been in contact with Elon, and there, yeah, they're going to start digging soon. Yeah, I think there's going to be a stop in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, maybe Altoona, but <laughs> otherwise, it's direct. Altoona, drove through there. Um, well, cool. It's, I mean, it, now, go for it, Frank. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, Eric Sark. No, no, I was just going to say it's a it's a wide variety and. and we're now just, we really want to try to visit family. And, um, you know, my in-laws just moved to a new place. So we're really going to try to do a holiday there. So this is the first year in all, and even, you know, pre-kid time that we've done travel for both, that we're planning on doing travel for both. So I think part of that is what stresses me out, just knowing that I'm going to have to do this again in just a few weeks, you know, to uh, for a whole nother trip. Um, yeah. So this is the first time that we've done the back-to-back with both kids to different states um so i think that's part of my again i don't do the logistics or the planning so my wife does a, a lot more of that and and handles all those kind of stress things i i am the guy that stresses out the day of and why aren't we in the car leaving at 5 30 like we need to be on the right. road 5 30 this is it's 5 44 something's gone wrong here i'm gonna have to drive faster now on the road there's gonna be traffic i'm gonna get pulled over. i just know we have to go now so by this point i'm trying to get out of the house by like 4 15 you sound like a real peach to travel with there. I'm, uh, I, that, I will admit it. I am I am not a pleasant individual to travel with. And if Hillary was coming down the stairs, she would uh, 110% back that up. She actually, uh, other than my pack mule status, I am not a, uh, a nice person to travel with. And I'm, yeah, I but, try to be but better. Once, once you start quoting those FAA regs, uh, <laughs> uh, then it's all fun and games I'm and everyone has to laugh. I didn't. I didn't think I really was gonna have to do it the last time, uh, maybe two times ago. I had the car seat was bringing it on, and the guy stopped me. He's like, "You can't do that." I'm like, "I'm, I'm sorry. I have a car seat in my hand, and I'm gonna put it on." No, it's you can't put that kind of car seat on. I was like, "No, I can. It's got a thing for a seatbelt." Well, we don't allow. I was like, "Is the captain available?" Because they're the ones that make the decisions about this on a plane. I know that you can have your idea. So I, I pulled my my geek car and he just kind of stopped does it have the sticker on it yes okay 
Like, it's like, what, what point did that serve? Like, what, other than stressing me out because I've got this car seat, I've got a little, my little pony bag or whatever it was I'm dragging behind me, as well as, you know, a kid and a wife that trying And then also your daughter's luggage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's like, I don't know what purpose I serve. Once out of however many times, it, but it happens. And so it's like, that kind of stuff just stresses me out. Like, why? It's safe. Car seats are safe. <laughs> Now I know you have a tradition on on Thanksgiving to play uh, Alice Restaurant. So since you're yep. flying back on the on Thanksgiving, are you gonna put it oh, on yeah, your uh, to, put it on your phone and fly on the plane? Is that nonsense? Yeah. Yeah, it actually is. It lives on my phone. Um, so I'll I'll play it and uh, I'll put it so that um, and then I'll play it for the oldest because she's got a Bluetooth headset. So I'll make sure that she can listen to it as well. I mean, it's so the rule. The rule is that Alice's restaurant must be played on Thanksgiving Day. So you got 24 hours there where we get in, and then intermittently between Thursday and Sunday morning before lunch, you know, brunch are good. Yeah, yeah. So so we grew up. It was always played by whatever. The, I can't remember the name of the radio station right now. They played it at noon, and so to drive to the grandparents' house or whatever, we would normally lose signal just a little bit afternoon so we would normally that would be like one of the last songs we'd hear before we got out of radio range for that station on the travel so we'd yeah. listen to it so then so I, I think i i think i talked about this last year when we did the thanksgiving episode that alice's restaurant came on the the classic rock station in philadelphia i'm <clears throat> sorry the rock station in philadelphia uh wmmr played it on thanksgiving every hour on the hour Dan and I will go into a whole thing about classic rock, and just that's a whole episode in itself. My and blood pressure is going up. Let's okay. just leave it at that. Yeah, my blood pressure—we're um, all hypertension now, so it's okay. We are. My yeah, pressure can't go up. So, speak for yourselves. So, MMR played oh, it on Thanksgiving you. every hour on the hour. Yeah, but they would—they would do a couple on Wednesday night before, and I vividly remember my dad and I dropping our car, dropping my mom's car off at the mechanic. I think it was on like Thanksgiving night or maybe Wednesday night for him to work on for the weekend. My dad gets out of the car and like runs over and he's like, hurry up, hurry up, put this on, put this on. And he's like scrambling at the radio station just in time for it to start. <laughs> and he and I didn't talk for the entire 20 minute ride home. Yeah. yeah, but that would have probably been the case if that song was on or if it wasn't on. Yeah, but not at Joe's household. No, they no. only talked during the whole episode, I think. There, right, there are there are two times... Yeah. That my dad and I did not speak to each other in the car. One is Alice's restaurant. The other was when I failed history class in high school. Leave it at that. <laughs> Which one was more intense? The failing history class. Uh, see, I would have gone Alice's I got, restaurant. I got two sentences. That, no, listen to Alice's restaurant. That was fun. That was that was a good time. You know, my dad and I were listening to it and you know enjoying it. Having your dad say he's mad at you for failing history class, that was a long ride. That was a long 15-minute ride home. That's right. Mm-hmm. Never failed history class again. What, what were the other ones you failed then? Uh, no, that was that was the only <laughs> – no, that, that was the only cl- – that was it was like a quarter grade, so it kind of didn't count, but yeah. it did. Um, but it was enough. But, yeah, ne- never happened again. Getting a little off topic here. Yeah. 
Joe's going to get mad if we Joe don't. Joe will get mad. He's, right. he's going to get angry. He's, he's looking pretty angry. Um, all right. Anything else on Thanksgiving for the good of the order? Or just trying for in a general? quick episode that's yeah. now 51 minutes long? Right. <laughs> it's less than that. We have about 15 minutes of banter at the beginning. True that. Uh, uh, technical difficulty banter. Yeah. But, um, no, we just want to make sure everyone travels safe. Uh, you know, if you travel by road, give yourself plenty of time. Put the phone down. Don't drive distracted. Um, and that also means distractions are the family. So just make sure that they've got what they need. And if well, you, have someone, you have someone back up that can help out. So whoever's driving can focus on the task of driving. Uh, and if you uh, if you hop in a ferry or a boat, make sure that everyone's following the rules that they need to. There, hey. Did, did you say did you say ferry or fairy? Fairy. <laughs> like a small mythical creature, or or a boat between two points on land. A boy, a boat between <laughs> a boat between two points on land. A ferry. A ferry. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> You add an e, you add an e to to bag, but you can't say fairy. What? It's this good fairy. God, man. Fairy and fairy. All right. So this is the point where we say Happy Thanksgiving. <sighs> Eat, drink a lot, and be, be merry. merry. <laughs> have some turkey, and we panic so you don't have to. Bye, y'all. <laughs>